Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. We've been on our series of pursuing excellence, and excellence is simply clearly defined as this. Don't forget, share this right now. Share it, click it, like it, host it, watch party it, comment. I want your comments. I want your comments. I love the comments. I'm, I'm, I've been really trying to stay a little bit more interactive with this through the fast, and I'm gonna stay on this, like be online so I can answer and stay with you guys, and I just really, really like it. Excellence is the continual pursuit of improvement. That's what we're doing. We're getting sharp in the month of January. We're getting excellence. We're figuring it out. It's, it's staying one step ahead of ordinary. It's doing a common thing in an uncommon way. It is going beyond the status quo. It is being unsatisfied with just good enough. It's doing your absolute best in every circumstance. Given the capacity that you have, but I am pursuing the most excellent way of doing it. Can't live beyond sometimes what your ability is, but you can still be excellent in doing what you do. To be mediocre is to be an adequate, second-class inferior, substandard, unsatisfactory, commonplace, ordinary. That's a place you need to get out of. We started this with this. In Philippians 3 and 12, we understood, and the, and the, and the passion says this, I admit that I have not yet acquired the absolute fullness that I am pursuing. We understand that we have to pursue excellence. We are fasting, praying, seeking God, We've been pressing for the prize of spiritual life in Christ, how to be led by the Spirit of God, how to walk in the Word, how to be word walker, word talker, word thinker. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. We've been meditating, confessing. We've been sharpening ourselves to be spiritually used by God. That's why we fast. That's why we pray. That's why James says this. When you come near God, God will come near you. By fasting, praying, and seeking God and upping our spiritual game, we've asked God for the invitation that he sent us to come into our life. Now, I think this is going to be build a lifestyle that you don't leave. People are real quick to forget what they've disciplined themselves in. That's why I want it to become a habitual vision. Because once it becomes vision, then it can become a habit. Once it becomes a habit, it'll develop a lifestyle. That's the key with this. We have to get clear. Why am I doing this? I'm seeking God. Well, why doesn't God seek me? God seeks no one. Okay? I want to give you this. God, I don't know what you heard, and I don't care. God, the way people portray God, I don't know who they're talking about. God does not, God came to you in the beginning. After that, everything else is your pursuit after him. It's totally like that. And, and, and if you notice something about God, if you don't ask, he doesn't tell sometimes. And if you don't pursue, you, you won't even know you're saved if you don't pursue God. Because there's not, there's not that place of open communication. You have to create it by pursuit. You know, there was a book way back in the day called God Chaser, you know, Everybody's on a God chaser thing. You got to set an atmosphere. Pressing for the prize means I must become a pursuer of excellence. And why am I pushing excellence when we're talking about relationship? God loves excellence. He loves it. He loves it. He loves order. God is passionately in pursuit of order. 
And once you start becoming a person of excellence, you'll become constant in your pursuit and you'll start learning how to maintain this lifestyle. That's the thing. See, when I came to you with this series on this, as we're going, well, you say, well, I've given God more time or I gave God more time in prayer or I gave God a little bit more word time or I subjected my flesh a little bit to gain some ground. Now, guess what's gonna maintain it? Excellence. Excellence in your walk with God. Excellence in your prayer time. Well, you know, it's just the Bible. Excellence doesn't allow you to just do this. I really believe there's an honor, there's an honor and excellent factor that is becoming developed as we're fasting and praying and seeking God. Honoring God, his word, and his ways, and then excellence is a byproduct of your understanding of honor. You act excellent to the one that you honor. It's really important, okay? And I think this is a big thing. And Hebrews 12 and one, remember we talked about this? This is a good one too. Why are we doing this? As for us, we have all these great witnesses encircled like clouds around us. We must let go of every wound that has pierced us and sin which we easily fall into. Then we'll be able to run life's marathon race. He said it's a long race, man. A marathon is long with passion and determination. And that's what we do it. Remember, good enough is not acceptable behavior to the person of excellence. Good enough. We're losing a good enough relationship mentality. You relate, you know, I always think of the rich young ruler in the Bible. And man, I read this story. And when I read it, you know, Jesus, he said, what must I do to inherit the kingdom? And Jesus told him, you know, honor, honor the law. Listen to your father and mother. You know, do all this, keep it all. And he said, I did all those things, which is a little bit of a, I don't want to say, it wasn't as much a prideful thing, I don't think. He says, well, then give away everything you have and come and follow me. And the command was never about, I don't believe. You know, this is my own opinion, take it there. I don't believe the command was about give away all your money to the poor and come follow me. I don't believe that was the overall gist of the story. The overall gist of the story is that money's got you more than, it, than you're going to be obedient to me. So let go whatever's holding you back, that weight and that's in. It could be anything for anybody. But this guy just had a hang-up over there. See, money, here's the thing with money. There'll come a day in your life, money is very manipulative if you're not careful. It'll control you. It'll control everything you do. But the day you can walk away from it is the day you've mastered it. And I, it's funny, the craziest thing in the world. I've, I'm, I'm my own personal life, a couple of times, like, I really walked away from millions of dollars on a table that literally, if I would have made that decision, I, I could have had it. I went somewhere one time, I mean, some of you know my story, but I went somewhere one time where people were like, man, I'll give you this house, we'll give you all this stuff, and all you gotta do is relocate here and think about starting the ministry here. I'm serious, man, keys were like, just say, you, just say yes, these keys will be in your hand, this stuff will start rolling, and you can do it. And I knew it wasn't the will of God for my life. And I said, even though it looks like good, it ain't God. I've done that all my life. I tried to, like, you say, can you walk away from it? Yeah. Because once you've mastered it, you can walk away from it. But there's certain things people haven't mastered yet. Well, getting back to the story, I'm just telling you, you got to get there. You can't have stuff, can't have you, and you have God. God and mammon, mammon's money. So the God that runs the earth is money. You know that? Mammon is money. Money's running. There's two gods. You either serve God or money. Money. So one's either your master and you're enslaved to the other one. It's the truth. That, why do you think I teach you how to prosper? 
Because if you learn to prosper, it doesn't tell you what to do, doesn't tell you what time to get up, doesn't tell you what that, doesn't tell you nothing. You tell money. But if you don't have prosper in your thing, money's telling you what you can eat. Money's telling you where you can go. Money's telling you what you can have money. No, money doesn't tell me. God tells me what your vision could be, what your dream could be. And he said those words. Well, this. And he said these words, Jesus. He said, one thing now lacks. Man, that smacked me. I thought of it. I said, man, I could be doing 99% of everything right. It's the one thing that could stop me from going to the next level with God. That's when excellence kicks in. Excellence deals with the 1% of what I'm not doing. Excellence always deals with what I'm not taking care of. It's not to say like the 60% of what I'm doing great, that's not where excellence deals. Excellence deals in what is not working in a proper order in my life. That's why most people don't want to go after it. It exposes the position of my weakness in my character, in my functionality in life, in my wisdom in the earth, and in my life general, it, push, it, it basically boosts and pushes and microscopes my flaws, and most people hate that because what that does, it kind of carries a condescending value in certain people's lives where they devalue themselves because like, they, become, they become pendulum swingers. 10% of my life and everything I am is miserable and we get all emotional. That is not what you're supposed to do. What you're supposed to do is allow excellence to show you the arenas to strengthen yourself. And when you become a person of excellence, you will never have temptations you had before you were one. I'm telling you, you will, you will settle. You will settle in life if you do not overcome in the arena of excellence. Many people have... Um, you know, it was funny. They get this destination syndrome. They reach a certain goal or point in life, and for some reason, reason they stop pursuing it. Most people are this. Now, let me tell you now, that's why I'm not a strong advocate on retirement. Now, here we go. All the people that are retired are going to start writing me letters. You know, but I think you should stay in the game. I'm not saying you got to work 90 hours a week, some of you guys. Please don't try. But I don't think you should ever leave being productive because the wisdom you have. I think people hit goal destinations and then they're like, oh, I made it, that's it. I don't have to pursue no more. And if you think about it, it's true. I just want to get to here or I just want to get to there. People reach certain goals in points of life and for some reason they stop, they settle down, they become content with the destination and the moment we settle, we no longer make progress. And that's the truth there, man, and you know that. We got, and we could do this with God. Well, you know, I'm going to heaven. Well, big deal. Well, you know, I go to the church. Woo. I mean, I appreciate you guys. You know I love you, but zippity doo dah day, man, you go to church. Are you pursuing God? Are you pursuing with everything you have? Do you pursue God with everything you have at all costs? Do you find ways to become more like Christ? Are you pursuing the things of God? Are you going after him? Are you looking at your love walk? Are you looking at your spiritual growth? Are you looking at where you're going? Um, remember this. Right, Dr. Rob said this, a man's progress in life is in direct proportion to his continual pursuit of excellence. I got it on my wall in the office. The minute I heard it, I said, what did he say? I, I, was, I, I wrote it down. I, put it, I printed it out. I, and I, I look at it periodically. A man's progress in life 
is in direct proportion to his continual pursuit of excellence. Meditate it, live it, think it. Listen, guys, excellence allows you to win life in the details. That's what excellence does. It forces you to get to detail-oriented. You know, personal excellence is where you got to start, and then you become contagious with it. And don't be one of those people, you know, like all of a sudden you start seeing stuff that other people don't see, and now you're the excellent expert, you know? Because I'm telling you, it becomes contagious, and then you start noticing everything that's out of whack. It'll, it'll start unset. Some people get unsettled by it, you know, because they, they, they don't like anything. that I, I, I'm telling you now, man, I cannot tolerate that thing. I mean, I do, but I cannot tolerate that, you know, that, oh, it's good, okay, whatever mentality. Just get rid of that. I couldn't work in it. I started a business because I couldn't work in it. It'll, it'll force you. If you're a person of excellence, it will force you out of mediocrity because everywhere you're in a mediocrity moment, it's going to force you to dream out of it. You, when you become status quo, you start looking like the guy down in the shop that doesn't care about nothing. That should challenge you to move. Our, just remember this, per, over, over, these, over these opportunities, you're going to grow, okay? This is what Proverbs 12, 26 said. I mean, you need to see this. The righteous is more excellent than his neighbor. But the way the w- wicked, what? Seduces them. He's saying what? The righteous is more excellent than his neighbor. He said the righteous need to be excellent. This is excellence. Write these down. I'm giving you some powerful keys. Go in the comments and write these out. You fast click typers. You know, you do that real quick. I can't do it. The kids do it. They're like, the speed text. Excellence is the attention to detail. That's what it is. You know, I got a buddy of mine, he's probably, I don't know if he's watching, but he's been detailing cars, you know, all, for a long time, ever since I know him. Man, an, a good auto detailer, he gets them little spots, you know? He gets that extra thing. Half the time, I, I'm pointing out stuff he didn't get, you know what I mean? Because I'm walking in there and I'm looking, I'm going, ooh, look at that. You know what I mean? Some of you got like nine pounds of Chick-fil-A in your car. That's the other car. That ain't my car. My car ain't got all that junk in it. You know, dirty socks. Come on, right? Become a person of attention to detail. You must rise to superior performance with excellence. And that's where promotion comes from. Who are you going to promote? Excellence is the attention to detail that gives a rise to superior performance, which leads to promotion in life. So let me ask you a question. If you're a boss, are you going to promote the guy that's late, the guy that's always gossiping at the water cooler, leaving early, complaining about work, who in the world are you going to put? You're the boss. You're the, you're the boss of your job. You, you, gonna promote, you own the company. You got to give somebody 30 grand more a year in salary. Who are you going to give it to? Too slow Joe? Nap time Nikki? Negative Nancy? Come on, you know what I'm saying. You ain't going to pay these people. Can't show up, complain about it, leaving early, don't finish their work on time. To pursue becoming excellent, you must pursue becoming the best you can be. To pursue becoming a champion, you need to bring your best every day. To pursue this thing and go beyond potential. See, here's the thing. People go, well, I got so much potential. Potential is what you have not done yet. 
You know, they say this about kids. Ooh, that kid's got so much potential. You said about young athletes. That kid's got so much potential. Potential doesn't mean jack. Potential is what you have not done. Potential is the ability to do something, but you haven't done it yet. Results are what you've done. So let's look at your results and go, ooh, are you maximizing the potential? Because your potential has no curve if you're in God. Because at any given moment, you can tap into the wisdom. That's why I'm bringing you this thing. Wisdom is in you. Knowledge is in you. Ability is in you. It's in you from God. He's your wisdom, your knowledge, and your ability. He's in there. You have, you have superior competence. You have exceptional performance. You have incomparable understanding, and you have unsurpassed ability. That's what you got. You have superior competence. You're the smartest person on a job. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they were smartest Hebrew children. Why? They had God. So they say, well, I don't understand all that stuff. I don't care. I got, let me tell you something right here now. I might not understand algebra. You know what I'm saying? Just hear me. But I know I got the wisdom of God. I can make really good decisions on the move. You understand what I'm saying? I could pay somebody to do the algebra. You know, there's a good one for all the kids that are not excelling well in school. I'm going to pay the people that paid attention in math. I know how to count money. <laughs> you know, be serious, man. Like, you, know, you didn't do too good in class, Johnny. Johnny's like, I'm going to own the companies. When they work for me, let's pray to God they got A's. How about that one? That's what I'm saying. You are, because you have God, you are superior in competence. You are exceptional in your performance. You are incomparable in your understanding, and you are unsurpassed by your ability. This came in God. Excellence is little more than passionate pursuit of distinction. My God. Many people say they want to be excellent, and they want to be a person of distinction. Distinction just means you stand out. Above all the rest. That's all that is. But are you going to do that? You got to put the work in. I want it. You don't want it. You know, it's funny. The kids are playing, the kids play ball, you know? And um, I said, man, if you want it, you know what it takes to want it to be a, a professional athlete? Everybody's good. I remember going to school, you know, and we had kids that were really, really good. And then you went to the next level. I actually had a buddy of mine, guy went to college and played at the college level. And then he said, Man, let me tell you something. Every time you go up a rung, the competition becomes stronger. So if you really want it, you can't prepare like you're beating all these kids around town. You got to go to another level. I tell them the work it takes to want it, many people say they want it. But you're going to get up. You're going to get up at 5 o'clock in the morning. You're going to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning. You're going to stay up later than everybody else. You're going to hustle to get this. Do you want it? Or we just talk about it. You only, remember this, guys, you're only going to possess what you passionately pursue. That's all you get in life, everywhere. If you passionately pursue it, you will possess it. But if you do not pursue it with passion, I don't know if you're going to possess it. That's what it is. You got to understand this. If you want to have life improvements, if you're going to say, I want to make a life improvement. 2021, everybody got a vision. Everybody's in the gym, you know, even with the COVID junk, you know, and this stuff going on. And I know we're, we're taking it serious. We're praying. We're, you know what I'm saying? Even with this pestilence, the demonic activity in the earth, which we bind in Jesus' name. 
people are still packing out the gym because everybody's going to lose the weight. Come on, somebody. Everybody's going to focus for the next season. I understand. Everybody's got goals. They call them New Year's resolutions. They should be over right about now. It's about three weeks in. They should be over by now. Um, and everybody's like, well, do you really want to have improvement in life? Then excellence is going to be the driving force to get you there. A life of excellence. Because once you get detailed, once you get detailed, excellence, excellence is always asking a question. How can I get better? So imagine if you got up every day and said, how do I get better today? Now, right away, this is not negative. So lose the negative. What well, does that mean I'm not good? Calm down, Johnny. You're good. Where do I get better? Excellent means I find out where I improve. Man, let me tell you something. The moment you become a person with an attention to detail, you will be summoned for success. Success is summoned in your life the moment you give attention to detail. That means once you start looking at detail, success is going to track you down. Once you start stepping out of ordinary and extraordinary, success is going to be your reward. Once you start stepping out of mediocrity and stepping into the superiority of who you are in Christ, guess what's going to happen? Success is going to He told Joshua, he said, meditate therein day and night that thou may observe to do all this stuff I wrote in this book, and then you will what? Find your way to good success. What is he saying? You know, remember when Joshua 1.8, you want to put it up there? That's a little curveball, so we'll take time. Joshua 1.8 is fine in the King James. Let's read it. Y'all know what it says. Listen to this. Remember this. It's going to take mental focus. It's going to take total concentration. It's going to have to have serious consideration, and you're going to have to, this book, there it is right there. This book of the law, he's telling Joshua, Moses is dead. You got to be a great leader. How in the world are you going to? This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. Thou shalt meditate therein day and night that thou may observe to do all that is written in there, right? According to all that is written. He said, meditate in the word day and night. How many of you know that takes excellence? You going to do that? Well, you know, I don't, I don't really want to do that. Okay, good, then. Then thou shalt make thy way prosperous. Well, then you might as well get rid of prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Who wants prosperous, good success? I do. Meditate in the word. Now watch. Well, take one scripture card a week. Remember I told you that? One scripture card a week, an excellent person would get up on Monday, say, what's my scripture? Write it down. 52 scriptures at the end of the year that you're meditating. 52 weeks, one a week. 52 scriptures you didn't have before you started this year, and now you got them in your spirit. What's your life going to look like? Prospering good success. You don't do that. That's why you don't see prospering good success. That's it. Excellence makes myself do it. That's what I'm saying. Now, this is what I'm saying, man. I knew, I told you guys, this wasn't going to be easy to swallow, but if you swallow it, you'll succeed. It's not just about getting something done. It's about getting it done right. This is the key. Why is, it, why is it like people never seem enough time, they got, never got enough time to do anything, but what they want to do, they find time for. I know, I'm so busy. I can't go to church. I'm so busy. I can't read. Oh, I'm so busy. Hey, you want to go to a movie? Ooh, I got time. When we going on vacation? Ooh, you've been planning vacation for six months. But you can't spend, this is what I'm saying. Excellence makes you perform in every situation in life the same way you did. 
Now, let me explain this. Each and every day. That means his excellence says, I got up and did it yesterday. I got to do it today. Because listen to me. Today's, today's, today's lack of excellence produces mediocrity in my life. So it's got to be daily. You can't just be like, well, I had a great Tuesday, but now my Thursday shot out. Nah, man. Excellence keeps pursuing. You got to be an attention person of detail. That's why people in the Bible got messed up. They were not attention to detail people. They overlooked what God said and messed it all up. The guys that paid close attention to God's instruction made it in life. Man, I'm telling you, this just good enough life is never acceptable behavior to the excellent. Status quo is only acceptable to the mediocrity or the mediocre. It's true. So here's these things. How do you do things better? What can I do to improve my life? Where in my own life have I settled for status quo? That's everywhere, man. Maybe you're at work. You're like, this job ain't taking me nowhere. Man, let's believe God for a better one. How about the relationships in your life? Ask yourself the question. Is this person excellent? Man, I'm going to tell you something right now. You guys getting something you got. You know, oh, my God, I got to tell you this one. So I'm talking to somebody the other day. They don't go, they don't even live in this state. They're not even, they're just a friend. And I said, hey, man, what's the story? Oh, I'm, I'm hanging out with this girl, you know, I'm like, oh. And I was like, I was like, what's, what's the whole deal with the thing? And they, they said something to me, it was so funny. They're like, well, you know, they're, they're, I said, man, I said, it doesn't seem like either one of you are real realistic about what's going on here. It's like, no, it's like we're, they're living in an imaginary world. And I'm like, can you slow this down? Where in the, where in the world do you think this is going to bring you closer to God? Do you realize before we even start, this is a mistake? Do you realize if you put excellence to the test of your relationships, you might not be in some relationships you're in right now? You would change some of your environment. Oh, Pastor Chris, that's, not, that's mean. Why are you going to spend years of your life investing in something that's not going to give you reward? Let me tell you something, man. If you want somebody in your life so bad that you lower the standard of excellence, you're not going to want the life you're going to have. So this is what I'm saying. Why not let excellence be a safeguard to allow? Mediocrity is just this. It's a quality that is acceptable but not very good. It's average. Who wants to have an average marriage? Who wants to have a status quo relationship with people? Who wants to have a common life? Who wants to be ordinary? Who wants to be stagnant or second rate? Are you seeing what I'm saying? That's what it is. Like, oh, yeah, well, you know, I just got to put up with them. Put up with them. Your friends, I just got to put, you know, they got, they got things. Listen, I understand people got human quirks, but you understand exactly what I'm saying. Isn't this the key to excellence in my life? It attracts excellent people. What's going to happen when you start elevating? People don't even hear it. I'm going to tell you what. The minute you get this revelation, you're going to start seeing, this is what this month's going to do for you. And I'm really glad you're, some of you are really spending sensitive times with God because you're going to start seeing what I'm talking about before I even say it, and you're going to start looking into things and go, why does my closet look like somebody died in here? Wow. Is that going to make a difference? Yeah, your environment. Okay. Why didn't I, here's my question. Why didn't you see that the last six months? Because I wasn't operating at the level I'm operating now. 
I'm not, I wasn't seeing. I didn't have the visual sight of what I see now. Helen Keller, I think one of those first people said this, said the worst thing in the world is to have sight but have no vision. A lot of people got sight but they have no vision. You've been seeing stuff but you just almost say, when it hit me, it was like this. I've been looking at this all the while. How come I didn't see it? Because I was, I, wasn't, I, was I was in mediocrity. I was just average. Once excellence hits your life, everything out of place starts like shining. And you start, you, it starts bothering you. That's got to go. That's got to go. That's got to go. And once you get excellence rolling in one area, you'll get it in another area. I was even, I even got, I was looking at the personal side of it. Then I even looked at the work side of it. Then I even started getting like, man, I got to do everything in this attitude. And some days it doesn't seem like you can give as much, but it's still the attitude of the heart. You must become diligent in excellence. Does that make sense? Like, you might not, hey, you might work out, but you might not have as good a workout as you did a day ago. You might go to work, it might not work out. I'm still giving my best. I'm diligent. You're never rewarded for your intentions in life, God. Guys, by God, no one is. Even in the natural world, you're never, re oh, I had good intentions. Isn't that the thing that somebody said, like, the, the, the road to hell's been paved with good intentions, right? You're never rewarded for your intentions. You're only rewarded for your actions, you could know what to do and not do it. It doesn't work. Dream big. I told you what uh, 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 Peter Daniel said. What, what would you accomplish for God if you had all the right opportunities or basically you had the right attitude of excellence? Peter Daniel said this. When you dream, you're, on, you're in the peripheral sight. You see like God sees of divinity because you're creating something out of nothing. That's so good. You can dream in that arena. Remember this. These are some strong principles, but they're going to help your life. To vacate your present level of life right now, you must decide to do something new or different. To leave the status quo of life. To change 2021, you're going to have to vacate the present level and decide to do something different, new, until your new efforts and achievements eclipse your old ones. This is how all change happens. Spiritual change happens when you make the choice to vacate your present level by excellence. Think of that. Be careful. Comfort, watch out for your comfort zones. Everywhere you're comfortable, I want, yourself, I want you to challenge yourself to leave the place of familiarity and step into the place of excellence. Remember, you cannot become what we need by remaining where you are. In order to achieve different, one must endeavor to do different. It, if one only keeps doing what one has always done, you will obviously get what you've always gotten. So for lasting change, you gotta change. Don't we say what? What's insanity? Doing the same thing over and over and expecting to get the same kind of different results, right? We all know that stuff. Think of this though. You cannot become what we need to be by remaining what you are. Does that make sense? I can't keep doing it. Like my relationship with God can't be where it was. Why do you think I got you fasting and praying and giving extra time to God? So your relationship goes to a new level. In order to achieve different, one must endeavor to do different. When you're doing different and you got to keep doing different now, then guess what happened? 
You'll, if you're not, you're always going to get what you got. But here's the thing. If you do something different, you're going to get something you've never seen before. But we used to say in church, you're, if you want something you've never had before, you've got to do something you've never done before. Ain't that good news? Come on, right? Here's a big one. You can't get lazy in this thing, okay? I think that's, I think that's so important. Don't get lazy at it. Just try, try to do the best you can. Attitude is going to be everything with this thing. I'm telling you, man, your, your promotions in life are coming because your attitude, you must, you, must, uh, you must really separate your attitude apart to be a person of excellence. Uh, this, it, it's, it's tough, but it's true because, you know, it, that's Proverbs 23, 7. You don't have to go there. But it says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So, you know, you got to get the right attitude for this thing. If not, you're going to get stuck because you're going to wane in this thing. You're, you're going to quit. And that's what people do. They're like, oh, it ain't that big a deal. It is a big deal. It's, your life depends upon it. Um, Zig Ziglar said this, nothing can stop the man with the right mental attitude from achieving his goal. Nothing on earth can help the man with the wrong mental attitude. Nothing can stop the man or the woman with the right mental attitude from achieving his goal. Nothing on earth can help the man with the wrong mental attitude. So basically, he's using Proverbs 23. He's saying, well, he said, if you got the right mental attitude, you can achieve it. If you got the wrong one, nobody can help you. You got to get this mental attitude of excellence. The important thing a lot of you need to do, you need to get a new circle of counsel. Write that down. People of excellence understand they must run with the excellent. You're not going to run with mediocre people and create excellence. Get, get, get separate. Your friends, association, man, you know, they're, they're, I'm telling you, man, you know, uh, Doc says it like this. Your friends or associations are like buttons on an elevator. They'll either take you up or down. Friends are like buttons on elevator. You know, it was funny. We all watched Elf, right? Y'all watched Elf this, you know, Christmas is over. Yay, we're in the new year. But I love it when he gets in the elevator. I always think of that comment when he gets in the elevator and he presses the button and he's like, ooh, and he presses the button. And then he presses like every button in his building and it's like it lights up and he gets all excited about it. I always think of this right here. You, my friends are like that. <laughs> that guy, the guy's with him over there and he's like, oh my God, now I got to stop at every floor. We know it's a movie, but get it, right? But isn't that the truth? Your friends are like buttons on an elevator, man. Some of them are bringing you up and some of them are bringing you down and some of them are like elf. They hit every stinking button and make you wait as you process through life with these people going, can you get it together yet? I love people, but guess what? Got to be careful. That's Proverbs 13, 20. You don't have to go there. It says in the Amplified Bible, he who walks as a companion of the wise man is wise, but he who associates himself with fools is foolish himself. Start looking at your circle of influence. The people you call friend, you must be careful in choosing. Qualify them. You know, Joseph made a mistake. He shared his private aspirations that God gave him with the wrong people. It ended up in calamity for his life. I mean, it all had to come to pass, but this is the truth, man. How many times you share something big, but people around you ain't that big to handle it? And instead of getting excited about it, they got jealous. I just watched something not too long ago, man. Somebody got blessed. I, I am, if you get blessed, come tell me. 
I, I have this wacky ability to receive what it is you have received and almost think it's mine. <laughs> you guys are laughing. I'm telling you the God's honest truth. It's like, if you get it, I'm like, my God, I got it. <laughs> I have understand. I understand community blessing better than anybody you probably know. Because I was like, ooh, look at this. That's great. And I was like, man, I was all into it. Like, I, I thought like, man, praise God, I got it. And I watched some of the response of people around that didn't have that level of joy. And I was like, man, that probably is, if these people are picking this up, that's probably hurting their feelings. You know? I, I just think, man, you want to make sure you got the right people around you so you could really be a person of excellence. Because you know what most people do when you start pushing after excellence? Start challenging you at why you want to be a person of excellence. Well, it ain't that big a deal. We don't have to be on time. Why, why are you making such a big deal about this? Why is this fast so important to you? Why is give, why you're going to go, you're going to work extra hours to give money to God? What are you, what are you, what are you kidding me? You're going to do what? You're going to volunteer at what? Every mediocre person in your life, every person walking in status quo mediocrity, the minute you start elevating your life is going to reveal themselves in your presence. I promise you, it's going to be miserable. But the minute you choose to be a person, I did it with my friends. I literally did this in Bible school, okay? I went for it in a spot, and everybody that I thought would be around celebrating it did not celebrate it. They got challenged by it. And I took a couple of guys with me, and we ran to the top. But other people are like, ooh, who do you think you are? Ooh, what do you think you're doing? I remember ushering in the church, even locally in town here, and the minute I took my job serious, everybody that was there that was mediocre started calling me, oh, you're too extreme, he's too much, he's too this, he's too that. I got hammered. I went to this thing, this lunch thing one day, and they hammered me because I wanted the place to be more secure than it was. And they were like, oh, you know, you're being a little too rah, 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 rah. And wound up, literally had a problem, and I was right about what I was saying. I didn't gloat or be weird, but I was like, man, what is going on? And I thought everybody was going to be all excited about this next level excellence. And everybody looked at me like, what's wrong with you? Why are you rocking the boat? You know, it was kind of like, almost like they tried to be a wet blanket in my fire. I would seen it even with my walk with God. When I came in, I went, to, I went to a Promise Keepers meeting. I'll never forget it. Never. And Promise Keepers was big back then. I went in there. I was blazing, just ripping 100 miles an hour. And there was these guys, and we sat there, and, and they literally, five out of six of them were trying to just like, you're too zealous, you're too pumped up. And one guy looked at me and said, kid, keep burning, man. Don't stop. And I looked in that room and knew mediocrity had set in everyone around me in my presence. Not because of me, but because I just wanted to go after God with everything I had, and it made other people that don't want to go after him uncomfortable. I'm not talking about my life. I'm just trying to help you. Don't think there's going to be a parade. Yay! Hey, praise God, you're going for the excellence. Let's go. And you think they're going to cheer you on? They're going to try to pull you back. Don't let nobody hold you back from living the life of excellence. It's going to happen. Everybody's got a story about it. You all know what I mean. It's, it's worth putting the time in to go after God at the level you're going to go after God because he rewards you greater than any person in the earth. And I didn't, I'm not going after it for the reward. I'm going after it for the relationship. Constant pursuing excellence is going to change your life. Praise God. Let me pray for you. Father, 
I thank you for each and every person listening to the sound of my voice. I thank you this has been a tremendous fast. We've got a couple of days left. Let's press in and process in prayer the plan you have for 2021 and let this year be the best year of my life. We're gonna be the people of excellence you've called us to be. In Jesus' mighty name, I'm praying for you to finish strong. Don't forget. Now listen, you might say, well, Pastor Chris, I'm a little late. We'll get in anyway, amen. RelevantFL, relevantfl.org slash fast. You put that in there, the prayer request could come in. You could send all this stuff there, information, pull the guide. You say, Pastor Chris, it's the last week. Doesn't make a difference. We've been in it, and I'm giving you access to get in, amen? And don't forget, Sunday morning, 9 o'clock online, 1030 in the house. We're going to bring our best gift to God. Worship will be off the charts. Fasting, praying, seeking God will be coming to a conclusion, but our gift is coming to God. We are planting our first fruit this Sunday. Don't forget, watch, sow, pray. If you said, man, Pastor, God didn't tell me anything. You didn't pray then. God will speak to you. It might extraordinarily blow your mind when he speaks to you, but praise be to God, he'll work it out, amen. He's trying to get you to another level of receiving. If God ever talks to you about a seed, he's only thinking about your harvest. That's how he works. And I want you to see it work, amen. So don't forget, bring your seed, come ready, prepared, you want to give now, give now. Go to relevantfl.org slash giving. Tell them it's your first fruit. Get ready for this. I am excited about what is getting ready to happen. We got special stuff getting ready to take place in the church and around the world. We're globally expanding. And I couldn't be prouder of you guys, our friends and partners. And I want you to know, be here Sunday as we conclude 21 days of consecrating, seeking God, changing and transforming our life so we can transform the lives of others around us. It's going to be awesome. We love you, and I'll see you Sunday. God bless you, and bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, we invite you to visit us today at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. And as always, welcome home.